0: Okay. All right. So we had a really super duper eventful weekend. Like there's seven teams that want to kill themselves and three that think they're going to win the league that never thought they would win anything ever again. But uh, Mike, I think you have something to say about one of the teams that thought they were going to win the league and might not win the league now, but uh, take it away.
1: What in the fuck did we really just go through this weekend? What an absolute whirlwind. I mean, the one thing I was thinking through the whole weekend was my goodness, there was. Three or four moments in a couple of the games where it's like I wish like all hell that fans were in the in the uh, stands to they, be able to see I this. Don't
0: think, I don't think it, they would play this way. But anyway, carry on.
1: Uh, that's fine. But but so. If, if you haven't seen yet, what first of all, what are you doing listening to our podcast? But uh, Everton and Liverpool kicked the weekend off like a firecracker. Now, they don't oh, like good. each other. They're about a mile away. I think we covered that a little bit last week. Yeah. Well, but, uh, but
0: we're going to cover the same things over and over again. So yes, that's true. Just that's don't true. say it. Just we're so, doing it. <laughs> uh,
1: they finished 2-2 in an absolutely wild, topsy-turvy game. We'll get into the, the, the details of the game itself. But uh, for all intents and purposes, with the big headline coming out of it was not the result – was the injury to Liverpool star man Virgil Van Dyke, uh, who was out for the season, probably with an ACL tear? And it's it's terrible. It was a malicious it challenge. Was caused. It was not a, right. just an It was caused. It was a malicious challenge by the goalkeeper on Everton, Jordan Pickford, who again we'll go into a little bit more.
0: I I I, I have a reserve. It's not a malicious challenge. It's a dangerous challenge, right? It's okay. A sure. Right? He was not trying to hurt the guy's leg. No. He just is a stupid guy from fucking Sunderland who doesn't know how to fucking tackle because he's a goalkeeper.
1: Right. right. And so, you know, Liverpool fans have – and let me be very, very clear about this. We uh, here at Squeaky Bum Time do not condone any type of violence or we don't wish injuries on anybody and, no, and it it's sucks. terrible. Right? It it's the worst. But we're going to talk teams- about
0: sport hate and sport feelings, not real feelings about wanting to blow up cities. Right, okay. We're not ISIS, we're just
1: idiots. The big right. difference. Two okay. idiots with a microphone. Uh, but so, the thing I found is that, and it's true, uh, it's been true before for Liverpool fans for a different, you know, different things over the course of the last five years or so, but they seem to be the stain on English football. And, and I say that because everybody in the country feels the same way. No matter who you are, no matter who you like, and more importantly, who you dislike, Spurs fans hate Liverpool. Why? Well, there's a good reason. But, but, but everybody, you go up and down, there's one team, aside from your rivals, who everybody dislikes, and it's Liverpool fans.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's a, there's a couple of things at work there, right? There is the, they were the winners of the 70s and 80s, so everyone hates the winners. Then the Man United, prior to the 25 years before Man United, right? There's that. And then, and this is awful, but the Hillsborough disaster was a real thing that there was a conspiracy they did yell to the mountaintops and they were proved right but it took 30 years right? right right and they also had heisel where they were at fault basically for the people getting crushed by the uV fans so there's there's the hooligan era stuff there's the winning there's the hey they fucking killed our fans <laughs> and it was like <laughs> no no not really and then there is the there is another piece to this and it is This is, like, deep English culture stuff. North versus South. Liverpool is basically the bastion of whatever the furthest left area of a country is, it's Liverpool, right? Like, uh, Bill Shankly, who is the godfather of the club, literally said, I am a socialist. This is a socialist club.
1: Well, I knew I didn't like them. but...
0: (laughs) But But, I mean, it's a socialist in the context of, like, i want you know workers rights type stuff not like right and that's where you'll never
1: walk alone comes from right like effectively uh, everybody's here together we're all walking home at the same time because we're all going to get raped if we don't
0: that part is cool and it's downtrodden it's like take detroit and multiply it by 10 right right
1: right right. (laughs) right but when you look at when you look at the um the way that they're perceived they perceive themselves most importantly but the way that the media kind of plays that on it reminds me a lot of like sec football fans mm-hmm. um where if they do something they were going to tell you that it's the greatest thing in the history of mm-hmm. the sport and you are lucky to be alive and witnessing it at the same mm-hmm. time it reminds yeah. me of the sec um the the, the mantra the it's, it just means more here no it doesn't this it, it's bullshit you're gonna tell me that michigan and ohio state and uh, you know like it doesn't mean enough to them that's ridiculous right mm-hmm. and that's it, and kind of how it is with liverpool um they score, uh, they, they get 99 points and they win the title last year. And everybody's like, This is one of the best teams ever, despite all the statistical, uh, you know, in, in despite the fact that city beat them right. for nothing
0: 99. Right? No, no, right. no, we score city had 100, then had 99 the next season, like right and beat them. Like, okay, it, anyway, I, I can't, I can't. I'm just not going to do it.
1: <laughs> but sure. so when when this Pickford challenge happens, right? You've got people um, in the media calling for an assault charge on on Jordan Pickford. That's that's absurd. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's madness. And you've got you've got Change.org petitions yeah. to get Jordan Pickford locked up. You've got get well soon campaigns for Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah. Let me be yeah. very clear about something. Virgil Van Dyke is one of the best players in Europe, right? And he and again, I feel terrible that this injury happened to him. But you guys, you guys suck. Like you wouldn't last forty-five fucking minutes as a Tottenham fan. You really wouldn't. Like this shit happens to teams, to players, all the fucking time. But because when it happens to you, now it's this grave injustice, and now you're the you're the victims, right? And, and everybody needs to stop what they're doing and listen to you because Liverpool, the great Liverpool, is talking now. Get the fuck out of here. You know what? I'm sad that he's hurt because I like watching him play, but I'm glad that he's your guy and he's hurt because now it brings you fucks back down to earth, and it's all to play for now. So with that in mind, we want to talk a little bit more about what actually happened in this 90 minutes of absolute chaos. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my axe to grind with Liverpool fans. It has been for a while, and it kind of it peaked yesterday after Saturday's match.
0: Well, I think the bigger the from a from a event standpoint, right the the big deal is like Liverpool's not impenetrable on defea- defense anymore. They're giving up goals. They used to not give up any goals, zero, nothing, right? right? So that's a big thing, and they have been. They actually have their. They're at zero for goal difference, right? They had a big loss, but, you know, there's that. The other piece is, like, um, they were hard done. I mean, badly hard done, right? Yeah, Mane scores early, then Van Dyke goes off. It's reviewed to see if he's onside. It was offside. If he was onside, they would have called a penalty, but did not review whether it was a red. And, and from they, what I
1: could gather, they did review and said it wasn't a red. So I, I can't tell. It's almost like the more the game went on and the more egregious they realized it was, they had to cover their own tracks. They came yeah, up with like no, three different they, stories it, for that call by halftime.
0: It, it's completely bullshit. They basically didn't look at it and just right. were like, oh, he's on site. Now, in real time, it's fast. Like, it's close. It's a, as we say in baseball, a bang, bang play. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I think the larger issue is, is like, yo. Goalkeepers fuck people up all the time, and they've gone too far the other way. Like, if you come out for a punch and punch a guy in the head, it's fine. So they get a carte blanche, and I think Jordan Pickford is probably the worst of that. He's what exactly what you do not want in a goalkeeper, right? Well,
1: he looks like a guy in the terraces. Yeah, he's a
0: goon. Right. Right? He's, a, he's the Joey Barton of keepers. Joey Barton famously in the final <laughs> game of the 2011 season the Aguero game gets sent off punches Aguero in the face stomps on his foot because he got sent off. Uh, well, I mean trying, look, if you're going <laughs> trying to hurt him on if, purpose.
1: At that point, right? Like Yeah, you're, you're sent off go, you might
0: as well, right? Yeah. So that's it's that kind of thing. Uh and, and that's really he's just an emotional keeper and what I learned from this game more than anything is like yes Everton are good, yes James is incredible. He just makes things tick over. It's just like the way you see they've got a De Bruyne, they've got a peak Erickson, they've got a Grealish type. You know, these players that just link things together. The ball comes out from the back, you're in trouble, you just kick it in his direction. If he can get it, he touches it and does something amazing. Uh, And then they've got a closer, they've got a a finisher, right? You have have, um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin who's flying through the air with a Ronaldo-level header. He's just hanging in the air. It was incredible, incredible goal and a really good cross. And Everton have good players, but the weakness is in Mina, Keane, Pickford. That trio, the main people you rely on to stop goals are not reliable. Now, are they going to ship goals? Is it going to be a catastrophe? We're talking about the high levels, right? It's like I said before. They're at that 80% point that they've spent the money to get the 80 where it becomes exponential to get to 90%. It's going to take 10 X to get to hundred percent. It takes 25 X. Yep. So they're at that top four pushing six space. There's a lot of good teams and this is a good season. Well, uh, and I
1: think that the, the important thing to remember, right? If, if right now, if you have a weakness and a deficiency in the back, you're not alone, right? They like,
0: all right. Nobody, this season is weird, right? Like, yeah. You
1: know, so it's almost like, you know, all right, Well, our defense is shit. That's really going to be a problem. Ah, so is theirs. And so is theirs. And so is theirs. So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I think you
0: have to play differently. And this this really segues really well into Spurs, right?
1: So Spurs,
0: well, Spurs, West Ham, a London derby. Spurs were the best I've ever seen them. Like, it was like peak Pochettino Spurs, right? They were so, so good. Completely in control of that game. West Ham didn't know where people were, it seems. It like. Why is Harry Kane standing behind the midfield again? I
1: uh, I joked on Twitter uh, that um, the first half of that game was like playing FIFA on beginner difficulty. Yeah, and it was literally just like, oh, I can do literally anything I want with the ball right now. Yeah, uh, Kane sets up Sun. And he just and and it was also here's another college football reference for you, where basically he had the best wide receiver in the country, and he goes, I'm just gonna throw the ball, go catch it right yeah. and that's exactly what happened 48 seconds into the game.
0: It's a great ball, you know, defenders for some reason don't uh, and listen, I don't know how hard this is, but I'm pretty sure you can shape your body so that you show the guy the line, right? Right. There's I, only I two imagine. goals. There's only two goal scorers on Tottenham, right? Right. Kane and Son right now, really. Bergwijn is a maybe. If you make Son have to cross it across the face of goal by showing him the line. Who's getting on the cross? Harry mm-hmm. Kane is 50 yards away. What right. are you doing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and that's, that's the weird thing. So like, literally, 48 seconds into the game, you can't even say, like, oh, they let their guard down. It's like, no, they didn't get off the bus, right? Yeah, because, so there was uh, that.
0: Well, because yeah. they had to figure out what the hell was, what was Kane doing. So he's dropping deeper. I mean, he was in his own half taking the ball off the center backs basically, well, like what, him and Ndale yeah. were
1: playing together. Yep, and I said that you know when Jesse was on the podcast last week. I said that in the um, we said it the, the we said it the
0: first, the preview. We were like, Kane should be a 10.
1: Oh, yeah, no, we've been talking about this for a while, but like he's done it a few times now. And in Southampton, in the Southampton game, it was to the point where Southampton was winning the game, he wasn't getting the ball, he wasn't getting his touches. And I've seen months go by where he doesn't where get he, any yeah, service, he
0: doesn't get anything, yeah,
1: right? So and, and and speaking of injuries, right? Because you get you have different players who are key key pieces who are out who can't get him the ball, so he's on an island. So but, he's sort of had enough of that shit. So, so, so he's Spurs, back. Spurs are up
0: three. They're incredible. They're imperious. They're controlling the game. They've got this. This is like narrative is already like Spurs can win the title. Robbie Musto, who's the NBC color uh, analyst uh, with Tim Howard, the English guy, so he sounds more authoritative because he's better. Honestly, uh, he's great. Right. <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, Spurs are in this, for sure." Second half happens. Really, you know, you're waiting for for Bale to come on, he comes right. on, that's great. Uh and Dombley comes off.
1: So let oh. me let me stop you here and let me give you the the Spurs fan perspective of what's going on right now, okay? <laughs> because 10 minutes in it's 2-0 nothing. 17 minutes in it's 3. And it's another one of those man. I wish the fans were in the stands. Moment. There's three of those. This is the second. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there like the away section at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium will be would be like the fucking Alamo right now. Yeah. Right. Like all it the West Ham fans would, they would be in trouble. I was telling my friends, I was like, I would pay so much money to be on the edge of the section next to it, just giving them all of the shit. It in would the be world.
0: throwing darts at them.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, it would be bad, right? Yeah. Like it would. It would be really. You know, I mean literal darts,
0: like oh, from the pub.
1: Yeah, not cigarettes, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it would have gotten nuts. And now halftime comes and goes. And like you said, we're waiting for the, the great bail to come off the bench. It's a party, right? We're all yes. having a good time. We're all having it's a laugh. It's songs. It's, all, it's, it's, all it's Bale
0: songs. It's everything, yeah.
1: yeah. And bail comes on. And it's again at this point. It's basically let's get him some minutes. Let's get the win. We're having a good time. We're not even really paying. You're that cruising, much attention right? You're not. You don't even really care. Yeah, cruising. minute,
0: right? But but wait, for then Harry hits
1: the post. That's right.
0: Right on with his left foot. So you're like, oh, that's awesome.
1: Right. Right because because I and I was joking with with Jess, uh, my fiance. I was saying, oh my god, that would have been a perfect hat trick. Yeah, a perfect hat trick meaning a left foot goal, a right foot goal, and a header right. goal. So uh, that happens. Then
0: the Balbuena goal comes, and it's like, oh, that sucks. That was well, not. No,
1: and I was sitting there. I'm like, well, I said it would be three one. So ha 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 But it was not. Minute.
0: But it was not poorly defended. It's just Sissoko didn't get up. He held. He was held down. Balbuena's good. It's a good cross. Good He's service by Cresswell. You know. It, you know. You could fault them for giving a foul in a bad area. Okay. Fine. That's fine. No big deal. Then you have the Bale break away in the 83rd right after that. Right. Basically. The goal so, scored. so
1: Gareth Bale gets away. And for those that don't know, he's a lefty, right? Everybody in the world knows he's a lefty. He comes in and he fakes on his left foot. He dances around a defender and gets in and then puts it on his left. And then he hits the post. And you go, Oh, that would have been great. It would have yeah. been perfect. Oh, so but that's well, about we, the 84th well, we forgot when he that,
0: came on, he immediately went and took a free kick, which was it was a decent. He, got, it, was, he it, was got a it was from
1: far away, but yeah, he was like, no, yeah. no, that's exactly it. Right. You're right. He comes on, he takes a freak. He goes, no, no, no. I'm the captain now. Right. Like I, it was I that one this. of those moments. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 84th minute and you're sitting there. You're like, okay, blah, 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 blah. Now at this point I need to remind you, right. Like, and, and, and everyone um, West Ham scores goals. They're very good attacking talent. Right. We talked to Jesse about this last week.
0: Yeah. They're, they, they, they and they don't, they're fighting. They're not giving
1: up. And they're and right. And this game means a lot to them and all that stuff. So they bring on Lanzini they bring on I forget who else, uh, Yarmolenko. Who they finally, brought everybody on. I can't. I, I'm 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 mad at myself for not asking Jesse what he thinks about Yarmolenko because awesome. I I love him. He yeah, but he, he,
0: the problem is, is he get hurt, he gets hurt all the time. He's mid glass
1: he, right? Yeah. He scored a goal against Spurs in the Champions League a few years ago, and it made my head spin. It was the other thing is so, that
0: he's weird looking. He's like a six foot five winger. Yeah, yeah. Right, so he's odd looking. You're like, why is this center back coming? And you're like, oh wait. <laughs>
1: he's going to release a howitzer from his leg right yeah and he can yeah he can score from this one. so and then know, my Malenko my dog
0: bowen still working i love him
1: yeah they, so they basically went with like a what like a 2-0 they just formation. went for it they were fighting yeah, yeah, absolutely what do it. we have to lose right now uh, 85th minute um davinson sanchez uh, a crosser a cross comes into the box davinson sanchez heads it own goal into his own net now, yeah, but he I, he that was poor it was poor it was poor defending on the cross because bowen was going to get on the end of it if if sanchez didn't touch it so I agree. That's going I mean, in the net.
0: yeah, no, no, I get it, but I mean, like, I don't understand. I don't understand body shape or where you should do. He seemed to not take another step and just sort of leaned his head over, which was yeah. weird. Okay, so so that happens. You're scared now. Although this result did happen in Mourinho's first game, they did come back. It that's was right. a three-two.
1: It was whatever West that.
0: That happened right in the last minute of the game. Four another good cross time. with Cresswell. Another yeah. weird foul. It looked like you guys handled it. A little touch from Winks outside of the boot. Maybe nervous. Maybe he had a second.
1: I still haven't seen the replay, but <laughs> but what happens next? So at this point, we're we're kind of di- diagnosing. I mean, what's it's the last happening. play of the game, right? We've been sort of diagnosing what's been happening for the last ten to fifteen minutes of the game. Now you've you've heard us talk about a calamity of errors by Spurs and all that stuff. They're still going to come out with the win. Yeah, the only fine. thing that can stop them from that is an absolute physics-defying fucking Thundercut missile, it,
0: and it happened.
1: And that's exactly what happened.
0: It was it was glorious.
1: Manuel <laughs> Lanzini from about thirty five fucking thousand yards, a laser beam, an abs- an, uh, an outside foot. If I if I remember correctly, some, tailing some from left to right away from Hugo Lloris, the goalkeeper, who does get a fingertip on it.
0: He must have broke his finger.
1: Probably. <laughs> He tips it up and onto the crossbar and then bar down 3-3. Three, three.
0: Yeah, and and the game ends. And that's it. That's all And
1: that's all she wrote. And that's this incredible. is the third of three moments where if fans could be in the stands.
0: Oh, the sadness. The sadness. Yeah, the sadness, yeah. oh, but
1: God. the absolute and objectively, right? Yeah the absolute limbs that would have been happening i i I said like what like the alamo it would have been like oh no actually texas won the alamo right like (laughs) like that's how that would have gone i
0: mean listen i'm a neutral i i turned it off and i just checked back later i was like what the fuck just happened i was it was over i went to i went to like go to the park with Aveline i was like oh this um, is they got this and then i just checked and i was like what the fuck happened it looks like it was just like it's football, it's fucking weirdness.
1: Well, like you texted me and you're like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Like, <laughs> just, uh, just like, why are you just sitting there laughing? I'm like, I'm either having a nervous breakdown and turning into the Joker, or I just can't believe what I just fucking witnessed. And so, before we move on from Spurs, just one more point. So, so the thing about Mourinho for what, 10 fucking years is that when he's winning a game, he parks the bus and he doesn't give you shit to work with. He's up 3 with 8 minutes left, right? And now they score one. Right there. He goes, "All right, party's over. Everybody get in the fucking bus."
0: Right? Like Yeah, but you got to have the you got to have the guys to park the bus, right? Like they when they would don't. Park, when they would park the bus, when 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 that came up from Chelsea, it was fucking John Terry and Gary Cahill. That's from fucking bus parking. Yeah. Right? And Cueta with uh uh ivanovich that is a defensive four right they're not fucking around they're right. done this game is over and he'd bring on obi mikel or fucking conte when the, for the second time it was oh well conte was with with conte was with conte
1: yeah yeah but yeah uh, I, I, michael I, I, essien that's who it was <laughs>
0: well essien was more offensive that was that was way early Damn. um but yeah they, but john terry and and gary cahill just shut shit down it was over like right
1: those dudes, and I think, you, you were you were making this point when when we weren't recording, but like, it's the second time this season where Spurs didn't have that killer instinct, right? Like against Newcastle, it was one nothing the whole game. They're in complete control. They hit the post one or two times. They just didn't get the second goal and kill the game off. And then they get fucked by the the ref and VAR. Right. They fucked right. themselves this week. Right,
0: weekend. but but did they take their foot off the gas? Is my question, or did they, or were they still pushing?
1: They were uh, pushing a little bit. You know, um, not entirely. What I don't but like
0: is when is when Sun will come off, right? Like, or or Kane will come off. Kane will come off and they'll put on a defensive player. Or it's like, you know what I mean? Like, when when you'd see, like, any team bring on Danny Welbeck. You're like, wait a minute. That guy's not a striker. Yeah. <laughs> I know his well, letters say it's striker.
1: That dude's not a striker. Okay. I, w- I wanted Kane to come off. When Sun came off, I went, okay, that's fine. You know why? I've got beaten dog syndrome because I'm tired of seeing these guys getting hurt. Yeah. I don't want them playing a minute that they don't need to be playing. And when Sun comes off, right? Uh, who co- Lucas comes on? Which again, why the fuck are Gareth Bale and Lucas Moura on the bench at the same time? You don't need both of them. Well, he Ber- and, he played, then,
0: because he played because he played and Delhi's Delhi's done. I, I no, drafted no, him but, in my first pick. He's done. he's done
1: he's <laughs> No, lost. but but they brought on Bale for Bergwine. Yeah, and you could have brought another you know, another midfielder on, not, not a winger, for Son, and then you muck it up in the middle a little bit. Deli wasn't on the bench. First of all, w- winks, no, never winks. I, he's he, fine as a squad But player. he's
0: too small. Like, you're yeah. trying to stop the game from happening, right? You yeah. want a, a guy who kicks people in the dick. I don't yeah. know. That's and then just like run up the score. That's like the thing that City does, and that's the thing right. that Liverpool used to didn't do. Right? If Liverpool last season and the two seasons where they were incredible up until the break, if they had a one goal lead, they were good. Van Dijk just controlled the whole thing. Cadillac it up. he things wouldn't happen. You'd see a ball go in a box. He'd be on it. They needed a second goal on a corner. He'd come up. Boom. Goal over, get that second goal, and they would just cruise. Like they didn't press high all the time. They only pressed high when it was a big deal and they needed it, right? Like City, right. on the other hand, are like they get a goal in the first 15 minutes and then they just light people up. And be like
1: <laughs> they like it. make bets with each other, like, "Hey, I'm going to score next." No, no fuck, But they, would, but, they
0: but they, but they had that mentality, right? Yeah, 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 You've got to have a team that has that. Like, and I don't it's, think uh, I don't think Sonny and Bale quite have that yet. Where it's like, let's get the other guys involved. Let's have everybody. Let's go score.
1: I think that no, I think that they do. I just think at some point, like you can't ask them to score five goals a fucking game. Like no, no, no. Yeah,
0: I, I, I know. But I'm just saying, in this context of this weird scoring world we're in, right? You, you need, a,
1: you need to just be completely ruthless and merciless, right? Like, I mean, you um, shouldn't expect.
0: The, I mean, no one's going to expect West Ham to score. What's to
1: the 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 mighty Ducks line? It's not worth winning if you can't win big, right? Like, you kind of have to have all of that and just go well, after. But it, them.
0: it's also like the numbers, right? What's dominance? The team that you know, you probably have it in hockey that run differential, right? Score yep. a lot of fucking goals, show mm-hmm. how good you are, just blitzkrieg, get it done, right? Like, yep. they can't, we don't have to fight five wars at once. We're just going to stomp this country till it's gone.
1: Just, and there's done. your Nazi Hitler mention of the week.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I'm disappointed. I'm so disappointed in Spurs because I was ready for that narrative. Oh, you
1: were disappointed, LeRon? <laughs> I drank myself into a fucking coma yesterday. Okay. I'm surprised. I want want Hassan Hudel to
0: leave Southampton and take over Chelsea. Uh, I want, uh, and I want, I want, I want Ancelotti to be the coach at Manchester United. And I want Potter to run Everton. That
1: would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun.
0: Moving everyone around. Strangely, another 3 3 game with another team also happened uh, with Chelsea and Southampton. Yeah, on Saturday, completely in control of this game. Werner scores two goals, and then Chelsea, Chelsea. They just
1: listen. My big thing is like
0: we don't need to go through all of it. You know, a bad Kepa goal, a good. uh, I I don't even remember all the goals. A a last kick of the game goal that uh, it was Theo Walcott, which was weird. Uh, Vestergaard maybe got his head on it, Um, but Frank Lampard's not a good coach. I don't care. (laughs) He's just not. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, if your team gives up goals, play defensive midfielders who can defend. Like, you know, you made this point, and I wasn't hip to it yet, but maybe Conte's not good anymore. I don't know. Right. Maybe Jorginho, who literally runs like I do, I don't care how good an offensive ticking over kind of player is. You cannot carry a luxury passer like late stage Pirlo if you don't have a Vidal with him. You need someone to stop. If you have a bad defense, you can't just fucking leave the back open, right? Well, and and, and either put him at center back or get new center. Like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. I don't get it. The thing to me, right? And I said this on the preview pod. I didn't believe that they really bettered themselves that much, even despite getting Havertz and Werner. That wasn't the problem. It wasn't the problem. They just got better at something they're already really good at. Yeah. Right? Did they get better? Of course they did. But did they fix anything functionally? Fuck no. Right? No. Even though they got Tiago Silva. Not really. The, the the other thing
0: that I just think about is like, you know, uh, f- it's just like Lamp. There's better coaches. Like, it's so weird. I don't quite get it it's the Ole Lampard thing they're club legends they're getting a shot I know Lampard did better last year it was like out of the ordinary he brought in a lot of guys but they were way better than they should have been they won games they shouldn't have Mm -hmm. they're giving up they're giving up more they gave up like 45 goals that's just too much 50 goals that's too much
1: I want to explore that for a second
0: you can be like that if you're scoring 95 goals like uh, 2013 Liverpool which gave up too many goals. They scored 100. This right. team's not going to score 100. No. They're going to score 70 and give up 50. They're going to
1: get murdered. But getting back to, to your point about managers, right? And, and I think that there's something there philosophically that we haven't really thought about yet. Ole, you know, Frank Lampard, uh, <laughs> Tim Sherwood, right? Yeah. Uh, but like Aaron Boone, right? The Yankees, another one. Yeah. Why? Right, like think about this. you have these crystallized memories of these players. you have that that connection with the fans, you have that forever. That is super Frank Lampard to Chelsea fans, yeah, 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 everything that that club's ever been is Frank Lampard, yeah, you're bringing him back, and you we're not idiot we, we know how ninety nine percent of managerial you know marriages end. they you get move. fired, yeah so. Yeah it goes tits up and they go, they get fired unceremoniously.
0: Yeah. Right. The thing is, is that this Chelsea team is really good in terms of attacking talent. Like if they really just want to go attack and win everything five, three, maybe in this environment that we're playing in, that's fine, but they're going to lose games that people are going to be like, what the fuck?
1: Right. And And, And when, and when that happens, let's pretend they win the league this year. And then five years from now, yeah. It gets stale and Lampard's on his way out. And like he's a lame duck and all that stuff. And now your memory of comfortably Chelsea's best player ever is that he was this sort of shitty manager. I think that
0: it's not like a Wenger thing where he stays ten y- eight years. No, no, no.
1: I know. Him. But but right. But like, but Ole and him, same thing. You You have that Ole memory from 99. Fucking leave it there, man. Dude, he's right? not a
0: good coach, man.
1: No, no, he's not. But but that's the point is that like he's he's flying by on his name brand from twenty years ago. Yeah, and that's how he got the job in the first place. And and I just the the other piece I don't of understand like, it from from a, not even from a tactical perspective, but like why would I know why the 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 coach would want to do I know why Ole or Frank would want to do that, but why would the club want to do that? That the almost well, because that at, name. because
0: because of Guardiola, because of what's happening with Arteta is that. You get these guys right. Guardiola yeah. was a club legend. Barcelona B comes in, boom! It's the greatest team of all time, technically, modern era. Right. Let's say, right? Yeah. Arteta, he's a, he's a bench coach for 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 City. You're like, okay, he's literally. I mean, we can get into we can get into the City Arsenal game. He's literally transforming Arsenal very yeah. quickly into oh, they don't just let you beat them right? They'll lose, but they're not going to go out like a bitch, right? The way they used to, where they'd be like, oh, we just keep attacking and we just don't plug the holes and, you know, no one tracks back and, oh no, but we're going to score. It's going to look good when we lose 5-3, right? Instead, Arteta's like, nope, we're not good enough. We're going to sit behind the ball and we got a guy out there in Aubameyang that we can get the ball to and he's going to beat your guy and we'll put two of those guys with him, right? In soccer. And they they were tough. They were tight. They fought uh, City really hard. And this was a boring game for the neutral. It looked it kind was. of like cagey and just like, what the fuck is going on? But for City fans, this game was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Because we played really well. It was really a tactical game. It was very chess piece Like... Cancelo, who, where was he playing? What position was he? They went like in possession to have a back four, out of possession to have a three. If this guy got the ball, then you drop. Like there was shit going on. I, I listened to a podcast that's only about Manchester City. And they were like, I don't know what people were doing. Yeah. like you couldn't even work it out. It's just like I need some I need to watch it again to be like, okay, where's Cancelo? What's Kyle Walker doing? Oh, he's a center back. Like he's a center back and then Aké moves out to the left. They yeah. were fucking all over the place. I was like We were
1: talking. Yeah, we were talking a bit during the game, right? And I was like I said the two players who stood out to me. Yeah. Like, Aké's a left back now and you're like, "Yeah, kind of sort of." And then but Cancelo K- was not only was he everywhere. He was He was creating problems for Arsenal everywhere. He was getting in advanced positions. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that is that Bernardo Silva? No. It's it's this other guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) so that was a very cool, it was a cool like nerds game, right? Because you know, Arsenal played tight and really had good chances and uh Ederson made some good saves, but it was a fun game. You know, it was one of these games where both teams can feel good, right? Arsenal knows, God, we could have fucking got a draw out of this, which would have been good for them. And they only gave up one goal. And City can go, hey, you know what? We didn't have KDB. Uh, uh, Aguero's at 80%. You know, we didn't have our main man. You know, we're missing a couple other guys. We're coveted, And they got a good win out of it that felt good. Felt like a unit, like a team win. Like, yes. all these really great players that we're spending a lot of money for playing together to get a win They're it's, a, it's not, a cliche
1: yeah right? it's a cliche but it's like that's the game that champions find ways to yeah win, it, but right? it wasn't
0: even a find a way to win game where it's nil nil and then they score late it was just like we got this goal early but it was industrial yeah yeah they got it done and diaz the new center back is good and the thing that i noticed in the whole game is guys talking and city mm-hmm. is not a talking team they literally in this podcast they were like there's basically 15 guys in the team nobody talks it's like a quiet <laughs> team yeah which is worrisome which is you can tell like they just don't do stuff but
1: but it was that, I, definitely, I definitely think it was the you touched on it but the absence of kevin de bruyne who by the way hates talking to people like if you've seen his the whole team the
0: whole team is like that
1: yeah but, it's like but it was, of, it was it's it's like
0: worse than Derek cheater
1: yeah like, it was an extreme awareness of kevin de bruyne is not coming out of that tunnel today no right? so it was it wasn't i'm the guy i have to go do this it was no 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 we're all gonna have to put in five percent extra
0: yeah, and, and, and the thing was good is, like, Bernardo's good. I think Bernardo Silva, who was good in the season, not la- in the 90s, eight-point season, when, okay. when De Bruyne was out for a lot of it, he was the best. He was the player of the season for the team. He won yeah. the Liverpool game, basically, single-handedly by mm-hmm. chasing them everywhere. And I think he got fucked up by the racial slur thing that he sent to Mendy. Oh, he yeah. sent them, like, a tar baby picture. And I think it really fucked him up because I think they're friends, and it... He was like, oh, shit. I mean, the world goes after you. You, you, you don't just recover it. Mean, and
1: for context, right? So he, he tw- uh, players goof around with each other on social media all the time, right? Yeah. He tweeted something that was clearly an inside joke in the, in the training center. And in, or they're the friends. They
0: played at Monaco together.
1: No, I know. I know. But so he tweeted something, and it was like this. Yeah, I, I don't even it's know. Bad. It's bad. Like
0: it. it's, like it's like a caricature of a black boy with red lips.
1: Right, right. It was, yeah so
0: of like a candy or something
1: and he was and he was like joking about it he was laughing and the entire internet internet went oh you're a racist piece of shit and he went no i'm not that's my friend
0: yeah and then (laughs) he he got suspended so yes and i think he it really damaged him for the season um but and then we have to talk about the the other thing uh, more insensitive stuff there was a minor aguero thing there's a female line judge she good for her. She's probably awesome because if you're a female sure referee, fantastic. you're probably fucking awesome because yeah, you've got to you be, gotta be better than dudes uh, and nobody wants you there and you're kicking ass. So She calls a ball out of bounds. Aguero argues with her for a second. As he's walking away, he sort of grabs her by the shoulder and she is like, get the fuck off me. Now, it's not cool. Don't touch the ref. Period. Even worse,
1: don't touch women. <laughs> don't. See, and that's I, and I, I said this on our twitter account too yes yeah. touching referees is bad but not, don't touch women specifically no, no, but no but that's the thing is that like when she's there on merit
0: yes right she's sure. there because
1: she's good she's, she's not ba- there she's because more
0: than merit like she has to be really good
1: sure but even, yeah. even merit plus 10. yeah but she's not there or not not there because she has a vagina
0: no she's exactly there
1: she's good at her fucking job yes so, even though I despise all referees, men and women,
0: <laughs> yes, and
1: umpires, what I'm looking at it as is, you don't fucking touch the umpire, you don't touch the referee. Yeah, and when you do that, you cross a line, very, very binary. That yeah, you but just it's, don't. It, but, you don't it's,
0: but, but particularly with you can't you can't touch women. But the thing is, it was interesting. Is the rules state you cannot be aggressive towards a referee, yes. or like and there's, so that's a, there's, a, there's a, a there's a caveat to it, and then they do not the rules have not been changed to account for the fact that there are female referees, right? Yes, because you that's really,
1: correct. You really, like, and so, you touch
0: women who don't want to be touched, that's bad. Like, well, just don't. Well,
1: and it was, <laughs> and if you look at the clip a few times, and I heard Robbie Musso talk about it and Tim Howard at halftime or whenever it was. Rebecca
0: Lowe really did a good job on it. Just don't. Yeah, think.
1: I mean, she does a great job with everything. But you, you'd have to see the clip to really get what we're saying. But we'll try and paint a picture. And, and it was, call it that predatory is the word right that like kind of look like i know i have power over you look yeah it was little, it was too much that's that's where i find the problem right yeah because be again you touch the referee you're then, already wrong you're already yeah. over the line yeah but he was like and it was one of those come on you were wrong like you know you were wrong sort of things which which yeah. by the way players do to referees all the time
0: yeah of course of all course. the time it's it's it but you know like my you know but it that is, extra, it is yeah. Sergio Aguero he's really hot so maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> ouch
1: yeah yeah you know what he's got the um for those that don't know he's got the real slim shady blonde haircut so I know it's uh he looks he looks like um if there was an Argentinian in sync and he missed the cut <laughs> that's what he. he's a little bit like. beefy these days he used yeah. to be much cuter well I mean now he's like what he's he's older now he's
0: 31. Oh, he's so old. <laughs>
1: yeah, Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah,
0: he's been playing since he was 14, professionally, by the way. Right, exactly. Just, just so, he's got, got a lot of miles him. on He's got a lot of miles. Uh, and we should probably cover up, uh, speaking of miles, getting to Newcastle's far away.
1: Uh- <laughs> hey! Segway of the week.
0: Uh, Menu defeated Newcastle 4-1, but it was – they really – they had a breakthrough and then just took put them away. Uh, this game, there was a really nice goal from – from uh from fernandez i don't think newcastle did much in this game they really sat deep and tried to take him out but you know eventually united's class came through i think they they shut off the narrative patrol for the rest of the week uh mcguire played again he played well they didn't really give up much he scored he's
1: he almost scored scored the first two. goal and i think that's important right but like yeah it was that was the story. You heard Laurent and his, his take on it last week, and, and wow. I agree. Um, but yeah, he came out and he scored a goal. Now, I didn't watch the game, I just saw the you know, the he played the, well. The they played well. Score, I but mean,
0: but Newcastle are blah. like basically, it's when is St. Maximin going to get the ball? And sure, why isn't he passing it? There's four guys on him,
1: but listen, but in, an, in a narrative driven league,
0: yes, we had a story
1: much. for United. Yeah. And and not just United, but specifically around Maguire. And he's a defender. And he comes out and he fucking scores. That is a narrative killing statement. Right he
0: almost scored two because uh really? uh, uh Voldemort uh, put one off the line.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, John um, Joe Shelby. John Shelby, yeah. Not, Looks like not Voldemort. Voldemort. Um yeah, okay. But so so great, even more to the point, right? Like yeah, um, I, I didn't I didn't watch this game specifically. They scored three
0: goals in the last
1: yeah, four minutes. And Bruno missed the penalty also. Yes, I understand.
0: that he should – again, Again, it was one of these fucking – can United just not get all the penalties all yeah. the time? It's really – it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've got – probably just going to – let's wrap up these, these last couple games. Uh, Palace, I have to cover Brighton because I love them. There they fucking guys. killed them. They, yeah. they got a 1-1 draw. It's awful. What the yeah. fuck? I was watching Palace a bit of this. had yeah. one shot attempt, and it was a penalty that should have never been called.
1: And, and I and think, Brighton, Mal- was all I think
0: Brighton had like 15. 15- I don't, I just don't, I just love them so much. I just want them to do bullshit. Like batch te- Batshuayi goes down because Lamptey grabbed him by the shoulder. Lamptey's four foot two. There's no way he fucking pulled him down. Come
1: so on. How many shots do you think they had? Uh, 15, 16. 20. They had 20? 20 shots. <laughs> Three on target though, right? Oh, so they weren't God. getting balls through. Oh. 66% possession brutal you gotta you, that's that's one of those where you that, just team your head so, the, that team is so that team is so
0: good like they literally have the best coach that no one's heard of like i'm just i just know it like i feel it in my bones i know it like this dude needs to be like everton already has enchilada so he's not better than Ancelotti. but like right. he, whatever the next rung is like when david Moyes leaves can can he just get the west ham job like or there's Patricio, a there's a progression like, like where, yeah where are the jobs like oh. yeah. Like there's just but maybe it's Brighton. Maybe Brighton is just for him. He's there for ten years. I think it just really goes well. But like, it's just like, come on, man. man and actually,
1: um, you look up and down the table, and there isn't an opening for him right now. Like, no, I mean there'll be
0: like, I think the job that will come, the jobs that are going to come up are like Fulham. Parker will either get fired or they'll just go down. Like Fulham's done
1: already. <laughs> Parker will get fired and they will go down.
0: Uh, Sheffield, I'm very concerned about. <laughs> Oh uh, Bur- yeah,
1: I, I'm really not sure where they go from here. Fleck is gonna be out for about a month and a half. Well, I um, think
0: if in this high scoring environment, these defensive teams that don't score, it like maybe long ball's not gonna work this year.
1: Yeah, they're struggling I mean, to to really understand.
0: Right? Like Burnley, Sheffield, Fulham. Like Fulham tries to play, they're just not good. But like Burnley, a nil nil draw against West Brom. You gotta beat West Brom, dude. Yeah. Like you're Burnley, you've been in the league for five years.
1: Go get him! I get that it's it's October, f- whatever, sixteen, seventeen. They'll have a the run. I'm sure they'll have a run. That, but no, that you could look back in six months and say that was a relegation 6 player
0: Yeah, you like gotta that, get you gotta get those. Like you gotta get I, them. The weird thing is, is like if you look at the table, I'm not worried about Southampton. I'm not worried about Leeds. I'm not you should worried. Be. <laughs> really?
1: No. 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 No.
0: They'll be fine. They'll be, like that. The, when they start playing, they've been playing only good teams. Like wait till they play shitty teams. They're just gonna oh, yeah. fucking destroy them. Yeah. Uh, i I mean, I'm worried about West Brom, Burnley, Sheffield, Fulham. I suppose Brighton, if they keep just having these annoying results. Oh, I thought get, you
1: meant worried about them as in like they're going down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to I, think about who could go down. I feel like I guess you shouldn't worry about Newcastle, but maybe. They got no, good players.
1: I think if you look at it now, you've got West Brom 17, Burnley, Sheffield, and Fulham currently in the relegation They zone. might
0: be it. That might be them. I that think that's, the I think it's a
1: four-horse race for three spots there. Yeah, um, I mean, it
0: might be this group. It might be Brighton, West Brom, Burnley, Sheffield, Fulham.
1: Because, <laughs> I mean, Man United's in 15th, right? But like, Yeah, they'll be fine. Come on. But, right. But, like, Palace was one that I earmarked before the season. They seem like they're getting on okay. Um I think Roy's
0: Roy's good enough to not let them go down. Exactly. I think they're and, and getting. Newcastle. I think, but they get getting. They might be getting tired of the defending and like, come on, you can't. It's Brighton. Why just go after them? They're not that good, right? <laughs> I, I, I
1: it think can be got. And we're coming out of the international break now. We'll have. We'll finally get four or five weeks in a row where there's some games.
0: Yeah, but now, so, this, and, yeah, now this Champions League. This starts. No, tomorrow. I know, but
1: but Fuck. my point is that in three weeks from now. We're finally going to get some separation. Aston Villa will not be second place in the table, although I love that they are. God, they're so good. They're great. They're great. (laughs) Fantastic.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, where, like, listen, I'm dumb and I like really bad teams. It's like my favorite part of soccer is shitty teams and shitty players on bad teams. Yeah. Like, but Villa being good. Good players on shitty teams. It makes me so happy because they just, you know, you just, you just want, they're playing for fun. Like they're having they fun. Don't. Like that's they, all you want to see. It's like teams, like my team, I love my team. They're not having fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my team was having fun for 45 minutes, 82 yeah. minutes actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Pep's not fun.
1: Yeah. You know what mean? Not. I mean? Like, he's, like have- he's like that. And yet here you have the
0: guy who throws a party and is just like fucking, no, no, everyone, we're doing this now. We have to have this drink and you have to drink it this way. Everyone put your hats on. We're all going to sit in the right place. Like, will you just fuck off? I'm trying to have a drink here. No, we're going to play lawn darts now. No, no, no. You can't just do that. No, who moved this? Uh, hey,
1: shut the fuck up. You didn't say you, you're bringing a plus one. There's not enough snacks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, I, I made it perfect. I'm like, why are the candles? Why are they going out? There's so much wind. Like, just shut the fuck up. Just chill out, dude. <laughs> dude, it, that's exactly who he is. You know who that he That is,
1: is nailed on. That's yeah. absolutely right.
0: <laughs> he's got to put on his weird jacket
1: who's the opposite of that who's the guy who shows up drunk with beer spilled on his shirt and shits in the middle of the living room who's that guy
0: oh it's bruce steve
1: bruce (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there might be more than one
0: well Uh, allardyce would be the correct answer to all answers (laughs) (laughs) when he was drinking pints of wine when he got in trouble (laughs) for, (laughs) for, for uh taking bribes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway anyway there's like two metalhead guys i feel like west brom at like like daish and and billich are like in a, a hardcore metal band they're mad yeah, but, they're, they're, no, they're but they're angry that they're bald they're not fun though
1: they're both trying to have sex with the same girl and they both fucking hate each other right yeah. like so they're they're rivals at the same party
0: yeah yeah because they they get the same girl it's like oh it's a girl with the shrimp tattoo he looks at billich <laughs> 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 all right on that note we should probably wrap it up uh we will be back to talk about a lot of stuff because we've got champions league i guess we have to cover that and then uh next week's fixtures 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 uh we'll
1: worry about it we'll worry about it on thursday we've got champions uh, League review ooh, and
0: friday
1: afternoon villa leads <laughs> So we'll be excited for that one. And exact, we'll be exactly as excited as you just heard us on Thursday. Oh, that's good.
0: That's exciting. Oh, and United versus Chelsea is good. The, uh,
1: that's right. On Saturday afternoon, that's a great time slot. Oh, you'll be able to you've watch got, that got, one.
0: You've got Burnley.
1: Um, I know. On, on Monday. Monday. I hate that. Monday that Night does, Football. That doesn't feel good. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about that on Thursday. The episode will come out Friday afternoon. So you'll get a healthy dose of football on Friday. You'll get our episode in the morning, and you'll get Leeds and Villa second place villa on friday afternoon so that'll be fun
0: when are they gonna make up their games in hand anyway we're out bye say good night mike good night mike that was the squeaky bum time podcast with mike salerno and Laurent Cortines. this was a crap football crap pundit production we will return on mondays and thursdays for the premier league season We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works.